I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hey everyone, it's Daria, and welcome to another episode of The Foodist Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because it is the first time that I'm going to be doing a live coaching session here on the show. So this is completely unscripted. Megan, my guest on the show today, is a real summer tomato reader, and she had reached out to me with a particular issue that she was having with her health style. And so I invited her on the show to talk to me and go through a coaching session where we work together to solve it for her. I am really excited about this type of show. I think you guys will really enjoy it. It's longer. It's going to be closer to an hour, but I think you'll really get a lot out of it because you'll be able to see exactly the thought process and the troubleshooting that you should go through in order to solve your own health style problem. So I hope you enjoy it. Oh, and by the way, I'll apologize in advance because this was a not the best audio recording. This was recorded before I got a much better microphone. So it's not the best audio quality, but uh, I've solved that problem for future episodes. So just bear with me on this one. It's still fantastic content, and I think you'll really get a lot out of it. So thank you and enjoy. Megan, why don't you introduce yourself and um, tell me why you think I can help you today. Okay. Um, So my name is Megan, and I um, initially reached out because I have... well, I guess I'll start with talking a little bit about. So, prior to my wedding, I just got married in October. Congratulations! Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, so, prior to my wedding, I had kind of like after we got engaged, kind of set myself up and kind of said like, you know, I've always had kind of like ups and downs with my weight, um, always kind of in a normal range, but just where points where I'm not feeling good about myself. Um, And so I was like, you know what? I don't want to be worrying about how I look and every picture for the wedding. And I'm like, I just want this to not be an issue. So I like really um, got focused and did really well with, you know, I was exercising every day and just for like 30 minutes and eating really well, like really clean. Um, And then kind of as I got closer and closer to the wedding, I I mean, in hindsight now, I was getting a little bit more restrictive and, you know, not listening to my body. And despite the fact that I was exhausted, was like forcing myself to work out every single morning and getting up at 4.45. Um, And then when the wedding came, you know, I had a great time at the wedding. I really enjoyed it. I was not worried at all about how I looked. I loved how I looked. Um, But then like the minute after the wedding, I was like, I just want to go eat like a burger and I want to go eat like 10,000 things. And it just, (laughs) so we went on our honeymoon and it was great. And I thought like, oh, it's just a honeymoon. It'll be fine. But then I got back and I still just felt like no motivation, like no, um, no self-control really, you know, just kind of felt like I had used up all of my willpower and now was just done with everything. So got it. So it sounds like you started, you know, you, you, you were getting married and you wanted to do it healthy and you wanted to get everything under control and you did, but then like, that sounds kind of like the wedding stress. Maybe it did sort of get down into the deeper restriction. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, I think everybody can totally relate to that. Um, yeah, yeah. Weddings are, Weddings are crazy, but but then after the wedding, you were in a really great place, but but you were exhausted and you were hungry, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. you were ready to sort of let go of all that, and um and it's sort of swung the other direction. So now you're, or what is it still going on or? So yeah, I still just feel very, you know, I just I think that in my head I just remember how exhausting everything started to feel, you know, like I was cooking all of our meals. I was like doing a lot of it on the weekends. So like every Saturday morning I'd get up and I'd go grocery shopping and then I'd cook all the stuff that we could have for the week. And, you know, it just felt like I I was like a mouse on a wheel. Like it just felt like it was never ending. And yeah. So then I just, I I think that my, in my head now, I just have this thing like, well, if I start, then it's going to be like that again. And it's going to be so awful. And I feel like it, it, 
certain points, like, it was not something sustainable. Like, I am not going to get up the rest of my life and spend, you know, eight hours on a Saturday making all of our meals for the week. Like, that is not going right. to happen. Getting up at um, and and gym. I'm, I'm probably not going to get up at 4.50 every morning forever. You know, I just, right. I felt like, I feel like I need to figure out a way to make... Um, choices that will make me happy, but do it in a way that will be sustainable and will allow me to still enjoy my life. <laughs> right. So, so it sounds like you're having trouble balancing the like healthy behaviors with enjoyable behaviors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tend to be very much on the perfectionist side. So I, you know, I have a hard time with kind of being in the middle ground, you know, kind of like allowing myself little failures without just being like, Oh, I ruined everything. See, Life's over. You you're know, on, you're on the extremes. Yeah. I, I hear that. Um, and you, you think it's a control related thing that you feel and like that you enjoy being in control. Oh yeah. I've, I think so. <laughs> and then, and then, and then how does it feel? So t- t- talk to me about how it feels like when, when that goes away. When I feel like I'm out of control. Well, yeah. When you sort of give up and are like, well, that's all exhausting and too hard. Yeah. Um, I get really down on myself. I mean, I just get very, very negative self-talk and very much like, you know, I, it just spirals then like, Oh, I'm a terrible person. Oh, I did this. And I just, you know, like my, my thoughts just go, you know, it doesn't just end at like, Oh, I had one meal of food that I wish I hadn't really eaten and get up tomorrow and life is fine. But it turns into like, Oh God, that was awful. Oh, well now I guess I could just have, you know, a cupcake or, you know, like it just spirals into like, is it that you I've think- ruined it. Okay. So you think like, this is hopeless. Like, I can't do this anyway. Why try? Is that sort of I, I guess, yeah. Or, like, what do you say? To, like, what, what, what words would you use? Like, what would I say to myself? Yeah, like, how, like what's going on in your head? Um, I think I, I usually will be like, oh, well, I guess today's ruined. So, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll start. And then I'll like, then the next day it'll be like, oh, today's ruined. So, you know, if I start Monday, Monday's a good day to start, you know, and then it'll always be like the next day it'll be fine, you know, but I guess the negative self-talk is usually, yeah, it usually just is, I don't really know what what words to use to describe it exactly. So but it feel it's like a sense of I can't do this today. Maybe I can do this tomorrow or the next day or on Monday. Or yeah, or yeah. Like, like you want to put it off. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and then when you do that, what 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 do you tend to do? Like what are the actions that? What what does that lead to? Um, a lot of cereal eating. Cereal. <laughs> um, I don't know what this is. What kind of cereal? cereal? Um, like healthy cereal, but just inordinate amounts of it. Um, not, I'm, yeah, like tracks, rice tracks. Okay. <laughs> like just food that has no health you know, no health benefits whatsoever. Right. <laughs> I, I love fake healthy cereals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're really good, but I know it's like just eating nothing. So cereal and what else? Um, it's, it's a lot of like isolating myself. I feel like I end up like kind of hiding in, you know, in this like little back room that I'm sitting in right now. It's like our little den area. Um, I kind of sit here and I like, you know, and my, my husband's so good and supportive and nice. And I'm just like, you know, I just need to go like chill out and like think about stuff or think, you know, just spend some time on the computer or whatever. And, uh, I'll just kind of like sit back here and then I'll be like, I'll have a little cereal and then I'll just go get some more. And then I'll just, you know, and I, I very much isolate myself and, it just kind of builds upon itself. And, uh, yeah, so does it feel like you're kind of like hiding? Yeah, yeah. A little bit, like from yeah. the world or from yourself? Or <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both. It sounds like you have a really good sense of 
what you feel like you should be doing or like you feel you have this sense of like you know you know what healthy food is you know that's not your problem like you um yeah yeah you've done it before mm-hmm. and you can do it and you know that mm-hmm. but it also sounds like in in the past it's been it's been like it takes a lot out of you when you do what you think is the right thing to do and so at at a certain point you sort of feel like giving up because you're like well it's so exhausting and it's so hard and I've done it before and I can do it and I know what it takes but oh (laughs) let's let's just make it tomorrow (laughs) well yeah and like you know I and I've like like I said I've been like up and down before and there's been times in my life where like I was at a really good place with my weight and stuff where it didn't feel like so exhausting. I think it was a lot to do with the wedding and just all the other stresses that were going on that were exhausting me so much. Like, I don't think that it was, it was just that. Um, but I think like a lot of it, like just thinking about things over the past few days is the fact that I kind of was just, I had my eye on this goal of the wedding and like, I'm going to look good for the wedding. I'm going to feel really good for the wedding. I just want to enjoy myself. And I never thought about like the day after the wedding, (laughs) you know, I've like thought about like our marriage a lot. And like, uh, you know, in terms of our wedding, I feel like I had a really good job of like being like, this is just one day. This is just one day. But for some reason, like personally, and especially around issues with food and stuff, it was like, I just thought like, okay, once I get here, then I'll be fine. And that was kind of what was motivating me at the end when I was really tired. I was like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And then it was like, oh, fall off the wagon. Yeah, well, it sounds like in some sense you, you reached your goal and then you didn't know where else to go. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, that's a great place for us to start. So mm-hmm. let's, I mean, now that you've sort of had a couple of weeks or almost a couple of months, mm-hmm. um, you know, post wedding, have you had any chance to re-examine what your goals are for your health and for your body? Uh, I guess I kind of have lost sight of what I think that is. <laughs> um, I have, you know, like numbers of like weight that I would like to be and stuff, but I guess I haven't really thought about it in like a more realistic way of thinking, you know, about my health and about just feeling good and stuff like that. Okay. Well, let's, let's do that a little bit right now. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, even like in a very hypothetical sense, like what, like what is your ideal health situation? Like what would your day look like? What would your, how would you feel about food, about exercise, about your body? Um, ideally I would love to be able to just eat when I was hungry, but I don't ever remember a time in my life when I did that. Okay. That sounds sort of mystical. (laughs) I'm sure there was a time when I was a very small baby that that happened, but, um, (laughs) I, um, I, I just wish it wasn't something that took up so much of my brain space, (laughs) um, and time and energy. Um, I wish I would love to, you know, like to work out where, and, and feel good about my body. You know, I think, you know, I definitely get a lot of energy and, you know, I just feel really good when I work out. I've worked out for, you know, a good, since I was a kid, you know, I've always been doing exercise in, in sports and stuff like that. Um, so you really, you enjoy working out and, and yeah, exercise. Yeah, I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. And, and is, so is that what's taking up your headspace? It, it's mostly the food. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so you, you really enjoy, you really enjoy exercise. That's awesome. So that's a mm-hmm. huge plus. Um, but do you, do you feel like exercise has become not enjoyable? Is that, or, or is that still great? Um, exercise had definitely become, I was so tired when I was doing it that it was, it was not enjoyable anymore for me prior to the wedding. Were you tired because of the exercise or because of other things? I think it was a combination of both. I think I wasn't eating enough calories. I think I was getting up really early and um and then just like general stress yeah you're just worn down in general and so Mm -hmm. when you would exercise that would just make you more worn down 
Yeah. Okay. So ideally, you'd like you get to a place where you felt good about it again and you enjoyed it again, and it wasn't like strenuous and like draining. It would be yeah. energizing and revitalizing. Exactly. Which which you've been to in the past. Yeah. Hundred percent. Fantastic. So that's something you know you can get back to. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What do you think that would take? I think re- reminding myself that. I have enjoyed it in the past and to kind of like realize that there was a lot of other things going on in my most recent memories of, you know, getting up every day and working out that were so exhausting that just getting up and working out isn't going to be that painful. <laughs> what What are some examples of some exercises that you particularly enjoy? Um, so I really love yoga and I've been doing these just like 30 minute videos a friend of mine started doing um and they're a combination some of them are um more cardio and some of them are more weight training and stuff but I really enjoy doing them you know they're they're hard but I love the feeling of you know 30 minutes it's awesome yeah I'm a huge fan of workout tapes I think they're awesome yeah me too (laughs) um great so uh are those things that are sort of do you have yoga classes around and you have the tapes right yeah I mean I have everything I need I we have a basement or a bedroom in our basement that I turned into like a little workout space so I have everything I need (laughs) it's just doing it what what do you think so it like let's go back to our your ideal um like healthy day where you feel Mm -hmm. good about everything like are you like a morning workout person an afternoon workout person I am definitely a morning workout person okay um, my job can, like, my hours can vary a lot, and my job sometimes can be a little bit stressful and wearing, and so I just, if I get it done in the morning, I feel better all day, and it's done. <laughs> totally. So you actually, I, I'm one of those people where if I work out in the morning, like, my whole day is better. Like, I have so much more energy, and I feel so much more, like, focused and confident. Is it like that? Totally. Okay. 100%. So ideally, then, you would wake up in the morning and... And do your workout sort of around <clears throat> the morning time before work. Mm-hmm. Great. And how long did so those are and those tapes are only like thirty minutes. Yeah, that's not too bad. Not at all. It's very manageable. <laughs> does that sound something like like something you you would be non-stressed about starting up again, or how do you think that would look? I mean, now that I'm talking about it, I feel like what is in my head that is making me think this is so terrible? <laughs> um, to be like honest, it. I just saying it out loud, I'm like, what What did I build up in my head? Um, I think it's super manageable. I mean, I get up really early anyway, um, and I can very easily just go work out. <laughs> Fantastic. Sounds yeah. like, is that what you're going to do? Uh, hopefully. That's my plan right now. Fantastic. What is... It's the weekend, so um, weekends are even easier. So I don't even have to get up early. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. Um, All right, well, let's talk uh, about food next, because that sounds like that's something that also really is uh, something you're concerned about. Yeah. So, um, well, I I liked our our theoretical healthy, happy Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in, in the food space, you mentioned that you feel like you don't eat when you're hungry like you feel like that's something that like either you so is it that you're not eating when you are hungry or that you're eating when you are not hungry or both um I think it's a little bit of both you know like I I think I have a lot of like an emotional connection to food and I think that a lot of times I use food in a way to like you know, not feel certain things or to, you know, reward myself, like all, all different things, you know? Um, and I think that that is when I'm usually eating when I'm not hungry is when it's more of like an emotional thing. Got it. So you're Uh, almost like self medicating with food, like totally comfort, Mm -hmm. um, reward, all that stuff when you're feeling stressed, uncomfortable. Do you, do you happen to know what caught, what triggers that? Do you, have you, about that much yeah I have been thinking about it um and you know there's like I feel like it's it can be almost anything you know like any sort of 
emotion, you know, good, bad, or otherwise, I feel like it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll just have a little snack or this or that. Oh, interesting. So it's not necessarily a bad emotion where you're, you're trying to comfort yourself, but also when you're feeling happy, you're like, I might as well celebrate. Is it that sort of thing or is it? Um, not, I mean, that's much more, much less common for me. And that's more in like social situations. I feel like, you know, just my husband's family is Italian and they cook like crazy awesome food all the time (laughs) um so you know they're you know a lot of times like I'm totally not hungry but if we're over there and it's you know some celebration or something like that it's always food (laughs) um but it's mostly I would say negative is when I'm and, and, you know, like the positive, like going over there and having something like that's fine. Like, that's not a big deal. I shouldn't get down on myself about it, but I do. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, you wish you didn't. Yeah. You I just, just I wish it. I could just enjoy and just like enjoy to the point that I'm satisfied and that be it. But it, you know, it's like so much in my head as opposed to ever listening to my body, which is frustrating to me. Okay, so you're trying um, to figure out how to get back in touch with what your body actually wants. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like before the wedding, I was doing a lot of like, oh, I'm so hungry, but I'll just wait until this time. Or, you know, oh, if I eat my lunch later, then I won't be hungry later. So I was like ignoring the fact that I was hungry. And then now I feel like I'm not paying attention at all to the fact if I'm hungry. I'm just kind of eating because it's like, oh, it's I woke up, I should eat something, you know, when I'm not necessarily hungry or anything like that. Got it. So you're not even actually, you're not really making decisions almost. It's like you're sort of, you're just sort of being triggered one way or another and reacting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good explanation of it. Okay. Cool. But but you were saying generally it's um, discomfort or stress or something that's going to trigger more just yeah yeah and do you have you noticed any correlation with the types of food you eat when you're feeling triggered is it just always cereal (laughs) or cereal is a top contender okay um but it tends to be like carbs and sweets and I think it a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of my you know dieting and it, it, I just think of like some of the stuff of yours that I've read and stuff. Like I have labeled carbs in my head as like bad food, like do not eat. And so um, I, that's what I tend to turn to when I'm feeling down. You're like, I'm going to go be bad. Yeah, I'm a rebel. Yeah, <laughs> I deserve it. Yeah. Um, or, or I need it or something. Mm-hmm. Is it both or... I'd say it, it's a combination. It, it can be one or the other. Either if it's like stress where I'm feeling exhausted and feeling drained, then it's I deserve it. I need it. Right. And if I'm down on myself and being negative, then it's kind of more, I guess, like, oh, I'm going to go rebel and eat some cereal. Or like I might as well. <laughs> yeah. Like what, yeah. Sort I of guess. like a, almost like a, um, like a hopeless or like you know, what the hell, it doesn't matter at this point type of thing. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's a little bit of both. Okay. And, and when, so how often is that happening? I'd say usually maybe once or twice a week. Okay. And is it like a prolonged binge or is it like a whole day where you're just like, grazing all day like what does it look like yeah it tends to be more of like a grazing thing okay yeah where I'll just be like oh well I know I brought my lunch but I'm just gonna go to the cafeteria and get like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich (laughs) you know like at work like I just you know it's it's just like kind of quitting all day being like I'm giving myself the day off honestly the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is disgusting I don't even know why I eat it (laughs) (laughs) wow like it's fine like it's I don't know like I don't even like how it tastes when I think about it you know like I eat it and I'm just like but some but some part of your brain is like I deserve it I deserve this gross peanut butter sandwich (laughs) yeah I don't know I'm warped man (laughs) it's it's it's, this is interesting it's like you I mean what is it about the is it just because it's like so satisfying 
Is no, it? I think it's in my head that it's something that I don't ever like eat. Like it, it's something that I would in my head be like, oh, that's uh, bad food. Don't eat that. So you like consciously go get like the worst thing you can find and eat it. <laughs> I guess. Odd. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, there's definitely like oddly um like a lot of the foods I tend to go to tend to be like foods that you like that kids eat I know that's weird but like cereal and like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and like that kind of like just junk that I feel like I never really ate it's like all of a sudden I want it (laughs) is it comfort comforting I think that it is because it sounds like it because I mean just yeah childhood like comfort Mm-hmm. Is it things that you weren't allowed to have when you were a child? Mm. Or you did have them when you were a child? I think I did have them when okay. I was a kid, yeah. Okay. And then how do you feel after, like, after you eat that peanut butter sandwich? Gross. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't achieve its goal. You know, it, it definitely does not, does not serve its purpose. It, it's like, I think it will, and then it doesn't. And then it's like, then I, the next time I want to eat something, then it's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, well, then if I eat this, then I'll feel better. And then, and also, and then, so you eat it and, and you think it's going to make you feel one way, but you kind of just are like, this isn't, I feel like shit and it wasn't even very good. Exactly. <laughs> and so then later that day, you just have more because you're feeling bad about yourself. Yeah, it's like, then I'm like, oh, well, then, you know, I, I do feel bad about myself. And then I'm like, well, maybe if I just eat this, then I'll feel better. Eat what? Like eat, um, like more cereal or something. Like, like takeout food or something like, you know, or like cereal or like any, whatever I eat is not like something that I would normally choose as like a healthy food or as something that I would want to eat for my health benefits or, you know, like that in my normal lifestyle, I wouldn't want to eat. It's not your ideal healthy. Exactly. Got it. And, and have you ever had an experience where like, whoa, that was worth it. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe we should work on that. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. That's one of the things that I'm, just a little aside for a sec. One of the things that um, I have noticed is um, when you can create a contrast like that, you know, where like, well, you really know what worth it looks like. Um, it can make something like what, what it can make it really obvious what's not worth it mm-hmm. um, and make it easier, like on an emotional level to like feel that decision, you know, mm-hmm. before you make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So you generally, it sounds like you don't like, it sounds like you, it sounds like it's exhausting for you to think about like doing the right thing all the time. And so sort of as a rebellion against that, you give up and eat foods that in your mind you think of as, you know, they're not healthy. Like you feel like they're bad and you like feel bad about eating them. And then they don't even taste that good. Yeah. And, and then that sort of just perpetuates the cycle because then you feel bad about yourself again and you already messed up. And so, and then, but, but somehow you've gotten like gotten in this hole where starting again sounds just really hard. Yeah. Well, so tell me then now that I have a sense of like what's happening, tell me again, like kind of what, what we did with the exercising, like what, what foods do you really love? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I've like, I've gotten myself really confused on this whole thing. Like, I, I feel like I, I know what foods I should eat, and I do love. Like, I love salads. I love vegetables. I like, like I'll cook a huge thing of vegetables for dinner when we have dinner, and you know, just like throw something in the oven and. Um, like, I do love that stuff, but there's something about it in my head where I'm like, I know that I like this stuff and I like how it tastes, but it's good. And like, I'm doing the right thing or something. I don't know. So oh, so you're moralizing the choice. I'm totally moralizing And that makes it choices. more mentally exhausting. Yes, exactly. Is there also a exhaustion factor with the preparation of it? 
like is it is it a lot more work for you it, it, it felt like it was a lot more work for me when I was trying to do everything on the weekend. And it was nice because then during the week, regardless of what time I got home or whatever, we would have something easy that we could just throw in the oven um, to heat up to have. Um, but... But it ruined I, your weekends. Uh, sorry? But it ruined your weekends. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. yeah. That makes total sense. So, you know, in a strive, in striving to be perfect, you gave up your entire weekend during an already stressful period of your life just to make your weekday easier, which is like, great. Like in theory, like that's fantastic, except for you need a weekend. Yeah, exactly. I just basically gave myself no breaks. It felt like. Great. So, so you really wore yourself down. Um, and so you sort of, it sounds like you've associated being worn down with being healthy. Yeah, yeah. Which is sort of the exact opposite of how you should feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, the, I mean, the benefits of being healthy are that you have more energy and you feel good, you know, not worse. So exactly. you need to get that balance back. Mm-hmm. But you do like the food. So I'm wondering, um, is there any way that you can think of that would make that less stressful for you the the preparation the and, and and you know make it in your head so that it like what would have to happen in your head for it to not be like I'm good I'm bad or this is good this is like and therefore I need to reward myself with something bad you know like like where does that come from <laughs> Um, Sorry, I just asked you two questions. <laughs> you can answer either one of them. We'll get to both. Um, so where does it come from? I'm not really sure where it comes from. I think it just comes from like, you know, I love reading about health and health foods. And, and you know, like if you, I'm sure you've commented on this, but like if you read stuff on the internet, um, you know, everything is so conflicting and there's so many things that are so confusing and everything's back and forth. But I've definitely decided in my head just that certain foods, you know, mostly like carbs and things like that are like off limits and bad. And then, and then I, you know, and then I've gotten like before the wedding, I think I was to the point where it was like, I was primarily eating like vegetables because I felt like most meat was like too caloric you know I was getting like super extreme um whereas you know I know that like I'm not gonna die if I eat a piece of bread or carb or something um but I I definitely just have had those those moral attachments to certain foods in my head I don't for a long time sure it's really hard it's really hard to not think that in our society. So I, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's, it's actually in you, it comes from a really good place, right? It's like, you want to be healthy. Like, so, you know, don't totally beat yourself up over doing that because I think it's one of those things where it's like, your motives are really good. Yeah. um, Yeah. But it's really hard um, not to attach uh, the value to them. And, and, and I think you were on the right track there when you mentioned, you know, well, I'm not going to die if I eat a piece of bread. You're not even going to gain weight. You're not, like, nothing bad is going to happen. It's, yeah, yeah. And, and it's more about, as I'm sure you know from reading Summer Tomato, it's more about how often, how, what, you know, what the situation is um, that is really going to, you know, it's, it's the cumulative effects that are, quote, unquote, bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Not the food itself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, there were points where when I was first kind of like, I don't want to say dieting, but I was, um, before the wedding where I was, I did feel really okay with my choices and I was letting myself eat some, you know, carbs in moderation and just kind of like, I was doing really well with kind of keeping things balanced and stuff. And then it was like, well, if I want to keep losing weight, I'm going to have to cut this out. And then it turned in, and then it was like the, it was carbs. And then it was, I shouldn't eat any snacks between any meals. And then it was, you know, it just kept getting progressively more. You slipped back into the the weight loss mentality. Totally. Okay. Are you still there? Do you feel like you want to lose weight? Um, 
Right now, yeah, because I don't feel good about how I look right now. But it's also, yeah, I mean, I do right now. Okay. And if you, it sounds like there's like healthy and then there's like weight loss. Yeah, exactly. And I think that right now, because I've just been not doing the things that I normally do to just keep myself in a good place. Like, I think if I just was healthy, I would lose weight. You know, I don't think I have to do anything extreme right now. I see. Okay. So you're actually lose weight. Yeah. So you're, you're to the point now where you don't feel like you you have to do the extreme version to get what you get to achieve your ideal health. You can just focus more on habits, focus more on, healthy eating, um, without it being so extreme and, and still reach your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I had with the wedding, I just had in my head, like, you know, that I had to be a certain size and, you know, it, it was like, it was so, you know, just my thought process was so totally. And, you know, extreme. there's a dress you have to look great in, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Yeah. So, um, but that's not true anymore. Yeah, it's not true anymore. And like, I just want, I don't want it to be something that, like I said, like takes up so much of my time and my energy. I I want it to be something that I can, like, I can go on vacation and enjoy myself. You know, I think that was the other part of it was like on our honeymoon, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to eat? I don't have any of the normal foods that I eat at home here. Um, so it felt like, you know, we were eating out and I just felt like, oh my God, this is so terrible. I'm going to gain 10,000 pounds. There's a little and bit of panic about. It, there was panic. And then there was also like this lifestyle or this, you know, like the lifestyle that I was maintaining is not like realistic. Like you can't not be able to eat out once in a while. Like you have to be able to just kind of like do your best with ordering what you, you know, what you think is going to make you feel the best and everything like that, where it was just, I could not, you know, I just totally panicked. So you panicked because you weren't able to control the situation perfectly. Yeah. And that's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're like, I'm out of my element. I don't know what to do right now. Like, there's cheesecake on the menu. Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, yeah, I just, it was silly. Okay. Oh. So what, um, I, I think you're in a really good place. It sounds like, uh, you know, for a lot of people, it's really hard to get to a place where they, most people believe they need to be extreme. And um, it sounds like you have a little bit of tendencies to do that, but that's not really where you are right now. Yeah, and I think that that's why, I, like, that's why I wanted to reach out because my gut inclination right now is to like full force restrict and like, you know, and like go crazy and totally go back to that. And then I don't want to end up in this place again because I've done this. Like I I just don't want to keep doing this over and over. You know, the results of doing something extreme is you're going to burn out Mm -hmm. and relapse. Yeah, exactly. So you really want at this point to find a healthy way to just get back to healthy. You don't even, you're like, you don't, you want to not want an extreme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. So, so let's talk, talk more about like what that's going to look like. So, uh, we sort of, we started talking about this earlier and then I got, I asked you two things at once. Um, so tell me, uh, you know, you said you love vegetables, but you also said that like you, to get where you were, for the wedding, you were taking up your entire weekend and prepping food and it made your weekdays easier, but, but the sacrifice was you were losing out on like any downtime at all and burning mm-hmm. yourself out. So just, you know, your life, um, you know, obviously, you know, your schedule and your energy levels and stuff. What do you think it would, a more moderate version of a healthy life would look like for you? Healthy eating. So, um, like I love making stuff in the crock pot so I could feel like I could make, you know, one thing in the crock pot, like on the weekend and like put, you know, keep it for one day in the week when we're busy or whatever. Um, and then I usually make a lot so that we can take it for lunch as leftovers. Um, but that's nice cause a crock pot's not like a crazy time commitment. Exactly. I, yeah, I love it. Um, and then I feel like my hardest part is coming up with a way to, grocery shop and buy stuff so that maybe do a little bit of prep on the weekend just to make the weekdays easier um because I do have really my work day tends to be long mm-hmm. um it, to kind of have something that I can easily put together 
when I get home to have for dinner. You know, I just feel like I have this, like, I, I start to dread things. You know, I start to think, like, oh, it's going to be so much work. Oh, my God. Right. Um, and I just feel like I uh, want to make it manageable. Yeah. So what are you, uh, what types of dinners are you making? Do you ever make any that are easier than others? Yeah. I mean, I make, like, some, like, I, I tend to make a lot of, like, casserole type things, but, like, mostly with vegetables and meat. And then you um, the oven and it's just does its thing yeah 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 that's pretty straightforward yeah nice. pretty easy <laughs> um and but then sometimes you do you make things that are are more involved and that's what what is exhausting are those the ones you dread um yeah yeah it's just it's just thinking about like after work coming home and like and I don't even I've never even feel like I've tried it <laughs> I mean, when I think about it, like, I, I don't even know what I'm dreading so much. Like, uh, just talking about this out loud makes me feel so silly sometimes. Um, that's actually, that's that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Say it. Say it. <laughs> um, yeah, because when I think about it, I mean, it, it shouldn't be that bad. Like, nothing I make is that elaborate that it would require, you know, tons of work or anything like that. Is it... I'm curious, is it that you have to decide what to cook or is it like, or do you, have you decided already? Like, do you decide on Sunday when you do, when you go grocery shopping or you're like, you walk home and you're like, what can I make? Well, for such a long time, like I've been doing the, making all the stuff on the weekends. So I would like come up with, um, some different dishes and I use a lot of Pinterest recipeing. Um, and I would come up with like what I wanted to make. Um, during, like on like Thursday or Friday and then I'd go grocery shopping and I, I would specifically buy the things that I wanted to make for the week. Okay. So you're, you're mainly using like a recipe and like meal planning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you already have the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, this was, this was when you were doing... This is when I was doing everything on the weekend. Okay. So but. you would... So it was this huge process where you'd go online, you'd find all these recipes, you'd go grocery shopping on the weekends, prep a bunch of stuff, and then get to the week and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so now we're trying to figure out an easier version of that. And I was was just wondering, so you have casseroles you can do. A casserole is something you can, like, whip up without a recipe or without thinking too hard about it. Like, you have a few in your wheelhouse that you you can do with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, I do have a few that I can definitely just whip up. And I, like, tend to just kind of wing it. You know, I tend to kind of, like, make them my own or something that I know we would like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Good. I love hearing that. <laughs> um, and then what else? Like, what else could you make that would be, wouldn't be wouldn't fill you with dread? I could definitely just make, like, some... Like, I love my little grill pan. Um, so, like, making some salmon or something like that um, with just some vegetables um, would be easy enough. And how long would something like that take you to make? Gosh, now that I'm thinking about it, probably, like, 30 minutes. Um, and, and can you just, like, with anything you have in the house, like, just be like, oh, here's salmon and here's, like, whatever vegetables and, like, you can just put it together? Like, do you, is there any, anything else involved? No, I mean, I have... I want to be able to, like, go to the store on the weekend, just grab some stuff, and, like, it not be this whole process of, you know, making all these lists and making all, and, like, you know, all this time and effort and energy. And But now that I'm saying it, it really shouldn't be that hard. I'm curious. Were you just picking, is it that when you were trying to get, you know, when you're doing the wedding stuff and prepping all that stuff ahead of time, was it that you were like specifically looking for like really healthy recipes and like that were like you would like and like, you know, that you were, it was like this big production, right? Yeah. I was looking for really healthy recipes. Yes. That I would like, and that I could, that my husband would like, and that I could like hoard all the vegetables out of the dish and that he would eat most of the meat out of the dish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, that is totally what was going through my head. (laughs) I did that with my husband because he like otherwise like, well he eats he just wants more calories than me and yeah and I want the vegetables and so I'm like just whenever I like make our plates I'm like I'm gonna take all the veggies (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, you don't want any of these anyway, right? <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so, I, yeah, I just had a feeling like you were putting a lot around the prepping because you had a goal. Yeah, I was making it into a much bigger ordeal than it needed to be now that I'm thinking about it. So, so is it possible for you to, like, find simpler recipes or cook recipes you already know or you know it sounds like you're pretty good at intuitive cooking in general yeah I mean the recipes I had were not that crazy it was just that I was like trying to make five meals in one morning you know and like on top of all the other things we were doing and like my best friend got married like a month before us so like we were just really really busy you know and I just one I think I can I can now that I'm thinking about it like you know prep a few things on the weekend so that it's just a little you know if there's things that take more time or whatever and save some for the week and just do it <laughs> it doesn't sound too bad it doesn't sound too bad this conversation is making me feel like I am really blowing things out of proportion in my head. Yeah, it's actually really important to talk this stuff out because I feel like, yeah, because like you, you know, you sometimes all you need to do is recognize the baggage that you have. I mean, that's what the problem is, right? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I just built it up in my head like, oh, I was so tired and life was so hard and how am I going to do that? Right. And that makes sense. It's like, because when you're feeling things, like your subconscious is not like, it's not your it's not your cortex you know it's not the part of your brain that's like oh actually I can attribute like four percent of the stress for forty percent of the stress to the wedding twenty percent of the stress to like my friend's wedding like you know and it's like yeah. it's just like I'm stressed and unhappy everything I'm doing sucks <laughs> yes that's so true so, so sometimes it helps to just explore that and bring all that to consciousness and so you can be like oh you know what it felt really stressful but it wasn't actually the food that was stressing me out it was all the story around it yeah yeah it really was and yeah it shouldn't be that big of a deal fantastic (laughs) so um <laughs> let's let's go a little bit farther. Yeah, no, I'm um, kidding. So tell me, like, I, I just want to hear like the next steps. Like, what what can you do to sort of make all this simple, healthy cooking that's not extreme and um, a reality? Um. Well, I think I already did take one step that may seem really silly but it already has made my life feel a lot easier is that I started taking the train to work and I used to drive Um, so it just gives me a little more downtime and it makes coming home less stressful because I was coming home and I was like already like so stressed from downtown Chicago traffic that I wanted to, (laughs) to scream you know so that part I feel like will make coming home and cooking a lot easier that's a huge insight yeah, I, I mean, just now thinking about, like, practically why it felt so t- exhausting before. Yeah, no, that, like, that, like, this, that is exactly the type of, like, when I talk about, like, habit hacking and, like, figuring out your triggers and, like, all that stuff I talk about on Summer Tomato, like, you, like, nailed it. Like, because commutes are one of those things that's, like, you just think, oh, this is just part of my day. This is just what I do. And mm-hmm. you don't realize the toll it takes emotionally and, like, on your energy. Yeah, like, I definitely feel a difference. Yeah, and then like, and then you wonder why you can't like work out and like cook, and it's because you're like, you're like at your wits end. But mm-hmm. you just, yeah, you just take the train, and you're like, suddenly I like have time to read again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could even come up with a recipe on my way home. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, um, so good, yeah, amazing job there, like identifying that pain point and just getting rid of it in such a pleasant way. Thank you. And then, wait, I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh, I, I just wanted to hear your, um, what, oh, your my steps. plan, your steps. Mm-hmm. You know, I can definitely go to the, you know, just go to the grocery store tomorrow on the weekend and just, um, I think I need to like trust myself a little bit more, you know, like I know I've done, I, you know, for like since maybe last March or so I've been going to the grocery store every weekend and getting stuff like I think if I trust myself I I can go to the grocery store without making it a huge ordeal and think about 
some meals just based on what they have. We have this great little grocery store by our house that's like family owned and they have um, a great produce section and, you know, and really nice meat and great butchers and stuff like that. Um, so I think that I can just go there and kind of see what they have and come up with a few meals kind of on the fly instead of making it so dreadful. So trusting yourself that you can actually cook good food with whatever you buy. Yeah. Good, yeah. Healthy, wholesome, delicious food that you'll be happy about. Yeah, I, I think I can. And then I think just like, like I said, like if there's a few little things I want to try and prep on the weekend and then if I don't get to it, oh, well, I'll get, I'll do it when I get home. And like John, my husband is super helpful. Like he, if I ask him would it gladly help me and he may not do it exactly like I'd want him to, but he'll do it just fine. Perfect. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, asking him for help too, like he's so willing to help and I tend to not ask for his help. Um, but I think he would definitely help me Wow, with some of this stuff. This is amazing. We just came up with so many solutions. <laughs> I mean, you shop without stress by, you know, trusting your, your instincts and the fact that you are really a good cook and you're good at making things that you like and that are healthy and that you can ask for help from your husband who's like more than happy to help you. And yeah, that, so you've yeah. like eliminated so much stress. I know it goes to show how much like just talking about something that seems so I don't know I don't want to say mundane but yeah just like your day-to-day habits that you don't really talk about at least I don't really talk about that much with anyone um how talking about it just makes it seem so much more straightforward than you're making it yeah you know it's like it all gets tangled up and 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 sometimes it can just it just takes some some talking it out to realize that like you got this yeah yeah so true (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, I love this plan and please keep me posted on how it goes. I will. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This was extraordinarily helpful. Fantastic. Thank you for joining us, Megan and, um, happy eating. Thanks for listening to the foodist podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.